to all, this is G. Craig Lewis with EX Ministries, here with another version of our XCast podcast, uh, where we discuss issues that are happening in the body of Christ and give a biblical, biblically sound perspective on it. And today I have uh, someone who is no stranger to our XCast, and that is none other than our intercessory prayer leader of EX Ministries and also I guess the new newest addition to our uh, DVD collection, Minister Will Ford. How you doing, Will? Doing great, sir. It's good to have you here, man. It is it's so good to just know you. You have been such a blessing to us here at EX Ministries, and and um, we wanna. I wanted to bring you on basically to talk to discuss some of the issues surrounding the release of the new CD. The truth behind abortion mm-hmm. uh, that we were able to record here in Arlington, Texas, mm-hmm. and I uh, wanted to just kind of talk about that and talk about some other concerns uh, that are going on concerning abortion and politics and just different different things that we need to discuss that most preachers won't discuss in the pulpit. So we got to do it underground and all of this kind of you know how we have to do <laughs> to get the mm-hmm. get somebody to talk about it. From a non-biased, uh, well, I, I take that back from a very biased standpoint, mm-hmm. and that is a spiritually biased standpoint. But, well, first I'd just like to um, give you the opportunity to just kind of tell the people about the DVD that we just recorded and, and, and its contents, what it's basically covering. Well, uh, basically uh, the DVD, and let me tell you, uh, just even us doing this thing together, see, everything that you do in the EX ministries was and is like the, the missing link for, for for everything that God has been has, has given me an influence and abortion and all that. Because what the Lord showed me when I when I finally was able to put in a succinct way of understanding is that you know the way when the enemy wants to take over a nation, first thing he does is he takes he takes over the music of the next generation and he takes over the courts so they can uh, establish strongholds and le- legitimize evil as an accepted norm. All right, mm-hmm. but the music piece is the key component. So we, we've been focusing on the courts and praying for the courts and praying for uh, the right kind of Supreme Court justices and things like that, and different legislation regarding abortion and all that. But if you want to arrest the affections of a generation, you need music to do it. Mm-hmm. And everything that God's been showing you with uh, true behind hip hop and everything has been so key. So, uh, with the truth of, uh, behind abortion is about this. Is understanding abortion from totally a biblical mindset, totally from a biblical construct. What is abortion? What does it look like? And how is it manifesting today? And uh, and what influences out there? I mean, real, literal, demonic, you know, principalities that are out there that are alive today and well that are uh, that have taken abortion to where it is today in this nation and in the nations of the earth. And so. Um, you're gonna learn different things on there about how we have we actually have professors in this nation who actually teach that uh, abortion should be legal up to one year outside of the womb. Wow. In other words, you see a little child uh, a child with a birth defect, or you see a little Down syndrome, kill them. You're gonna learn on there uh, different things that are going on even in the uh, some of our uh, political leaders uh, uh, like uh, Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama, and their stance. Uh, uh, for abortion, and, and uh, we'll talk about uh, them in detail, and hopefully more uh, on this podcast too. Because you know the, the truth has to be known. We have to get this information out, and uh, it's time for the body of Christ to wake up, especially the Black Church. Listen, time out. It's time out now for us voting our color 
and instead of voting our biblical convictions mm -hmm. and it literally we are placing it right now with the uh, uh, we're doing this it's literally it's killing us it's killing us mm -hmm. literally well you know that i mean i mean that's a good point to vote our our, our values but a lot of people you know that go to uh churches different different places they see these so-called candidates come into the church and um they come in church and actually talk to church lingo i remember i, I was watching ge patterson's mm -hmm. uh funeral mm -hmm. and you know bill clinton came in and i mean he started quoting scriptures and the right. people started going crazy and clapping and you know just looking mm -hmm. like i hate to use the n-word so i won't but <laughs> looking like you know just going crazy over somebody who you know pretty much has done more to harm right. uh, uh the youth of america than most of the presidents with his you know with his right. uh, sinful acts and different things that came out on him right but i I've, I've had preachers tell me well everybody got sin you know you got to look past that so you know there's this stigma that you know these guys that that we're voting for even though they may be for abortion they're going to be for black people right and uh i don't know what that means and i can't get anybody to really understand I mean, I mean, really explain to me what it means to be for blacks or against blacks. And then you got Kanye West coming out saying, well, George Bush doesn't yeah. care about black people. So, you know, I mean, what do you think is happening spiritually, uh, you know, in this realm when, when, when these things are or when these stigmas are, are raised up in the church? Is it that we forget about uh, the, the the killing or the murdering of unborn children. I mean, the, you think it just causes us to just kind of. Well, let, let me. Here's what here's what I think it is. Isaiah, I believe it's Isaiah 39, where Isaiah the prophet he judges Hezekiah because he he showed Babylon all of his treasuries. He showed him all of his wealth. Showed him all of his prosperity. And and and, and Isaiah says to him, "Should look." There's going to be peace in your time, Hezekiah, but as for the next generation, there's going to be war in their time. And King Hezekiah says, oh, this is a good word for me, because he said there would be peace in my time. How selfish mm -hmm. was that? And so that's pretty much where we are right now. Hezekiah cared more about his uh, prosperity than he did his posterity. Hmm. And that's what we have right now. We have a group of leaders in the, in the in the black church who care more about their prosperity than they do their posterity, and sometimes, unfortunately, at the expense of their posterity. So they're willing to make alliances, not born of God's spirit, with political leaders who are, who are fatting their pocketbooks, with political leaders who are, who are make them look good, with political leaders who help them draw crowds at the expense of what it's going to cost the next generation. Hmm. You know, you know uh, we just talking about just basic life, right? Basic existence. You know, we were, uh, preachers talking about uh, abortion and, uh, and and trivialize it. I heard T.D. Jakes uh, trivialize uh, abortion before uh, a couple of years back in Cincinnati. He said, "Well, you know, we're not we're not we're not killing our our kids. Uh, abortion not a problem in the black community. Uh, Y'all need to get us some milk up in here. And uh, uh, when our child does get born, the people jump and they start clapping and stuff or whatever." And, He's trying to say that the, the biggest issue was race, racism outside the room, but the truth of the matter is we are having abortions at, at an alarming rate. We only make up about 12% of the population, but we account for 35% of all the abortions nationwide. Wow. Right? So, I mean, think about that. 35% of all the abortions nationwide come from just 
12% of the population, African Americans, right? 20 years ago, we made up 20% of the population. Hispanics represented 10% of the population, just to give you some perspective. 10 years after that census, African Americans represent close to 11% of the population. Hispanics represent 15 We're the only minority race decreasing at an increasing rate. Right? And so these guys would rather make lives born of, not, not born of God's spirit with these folks and, and lend their platforms to people who are just using religious rhetoric so they can, so they can you know, cover up their true political agenda. Let me tell you what it looks like. It's, it's Absalom, Second Samuel chapter 15, right? Absalom is, is going to take over the whole nation of Israel. And he's going to undermine his father's authority in doing this. And he's, 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 he's basically looks like he's trying to take over Hebron, but really he's trying to take over the whole nation. But in order for Absalom to, to pull off this coup attempt, take over the nation, and poison the minds of everybody else's, uh, poison the mind of, uh, of David's ability to rule and reign, just poison uh, his, 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 his whole you know, kingdom and everything, the way he has to do it is he has to get 200 people to align with him. So he gets 200 people who know nothing about his agenda. The Bible said they were innocent to walk with him from Jerusalem down to Hebron. Now, it seems innocent at first, right? But Absalom had 200, uh, he had also had uh, uh, people with trumpets blowing trumpets. And as they blew the trumpets, they would say, Absalom is king in Hebron, right? Now, the 200 guys who are walking with Absalom, Craig, are not Joe Blow's citizens. These are some of the most well-respected people in all of Israel, right? More than likely, that's who, who are walking with them. So, but they know nothing about the agenda. So people look over there and they see me and they'll see somebody else or whatever. And they're walking with this Absalom guy. And what happens? All the people who are on the fence, they're looking at this and say, hold up. They're not just talking about taking over Hebron. He's talking about taking over all of Israel. So what's going on? But then they look over there and they see me and, or they see somebody else there. And what are we doing? We're lending our credibility to this guy mm-hmm. without our knowledge. Mm-hmm. Right? And the Bible says that what happens is, Absalom, at one point, he has his hands raised in the temple. He's worshiping, and he says, while he's offering up the sacrifices in the temple, he says, go get Ahithophel the Gilonite. Now, who's Ahithophel? He was David's political strategist, strategist. If he was alive today, Carl Rove and James Carver will bow down to this man's speak because nobody could spin public opinion the way Ahithophel could. But listen to me. This guy has his hands raised. Absalom has his hands raised in the temple, and he's saying, Go get a hit to fail. Craig, that's exactly what's going on right now. These guys are showing up in our churches. They have their hands raised, you know, up at uh, up, up at Saddleback. What, what, what's the name of that church? Rick Warren's church. Up at Rick Warren's church. Yeah, Barack yeah. Obama has one of the strongest stances for abortion. He was very angry that partial birth abortion was overturned in this nation. Let everybody know that. And yet still, Rick Warren has... Barack Obama stand up in his church with his hands raised with a political agenda on his mind, and what happens? Now, people think that this guy is okay because what? The purpose-driven life uh, uh, yeah. validated him. Yeah. So here's, here's Rick Warren, and there's Rick Warren, there's so-and-so. He must be okay. Yeah. Now, now Hillary Clinton, she shows up in our black churches, and what is she doing? She has, she's trying to hoop. She's quoting scripture <laughs> and everything else. And she's, I get angry when I think about this. She's strongly for abortion and was angry that partial birth abortion was overturned in this nation. Hmm. So these folks have that hand raised in our in our temples, and they're saying, "Go get Carl Rove, go get James Carville," and they have a political agenda on their mind. 
And we're playing church. And for the sake of, you know, more crowds and, and, and being connected to the, 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 the quote-unquote right people in the world's eyes, we're killing off the next generation, literally. Yeah, and it's like 1,400 abortions per day in the black community? In the black community. 1,452 abortions every day in the black community. And, and, and here's another thing, you know, Barack Obama supposedly went to Saddleback because of AIDS, and he was supposed to have been fighting the AIDS agenda, and that's why they brought him there, but aren't there more deaths from abortion than there are from AIDS? Oh, most definitely. There have been 13 million African Americans who have died from AIDS, I mean, died, died from abortion in America since 1973, alright? There have been uh, a little over 200,000 African Americans who have died from AIDS in this nation but you know we, we'll talk about that in a second but listen you know they'll, they'll talk about AIDS in Africa <laughs> and everywhere everywhere else but nobody wants to talk about AIDS in America so I mean it's basically like uh, the, the, the politicians are using the church as pawns in their plight to uh, gain you know credibility and, and, and run you know for uh, office that's right because they're going to come to the church especially because they saw the influence of the church in the last two elections you know, I mean, Paul Rove did a very good job of, you know, uh, pimping the, the Christian vote, just like Democrats have pimped the black vote for years. And uh, granted, pr President Bush, he has done more for the pro-life movement than any other pr president in recent history. But uh, the, the, the knockout blow could have came last, uh, last uh, uh, in, the la in the last midterm election. And... Uh, and, and because they dropped the ball and because they cared more about uh, these other alliances and they, and they disregarded the influence of the church, guess what happens, you know? All this stuff gets exposed and, and, and because, you know, partly to the sin that's in the church and our leaders start getting exposed within the church, like uh, Ted Haggard and all that, 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 that brought a major blow to the, to, the, to the old deal. So now we're seeing them trying to push same-sex marriage. We see them trying to push... Uh, other legislation down our throats and so <clears throat> they understand the influence of the church all of a sudden everybody's saved now right right you know hillary hillary's talking talking church talk uh they have uh they have uh, uh christian uh church consultants telling them what kind of language to use and what will appeal to the church and, and uh, teaching them how to say well well you know i was in prayer the other day and the lord said this and i feel like the lord is saying you know they're dropping little personal nuggets like that because that's what born again believers sound like they're, they're teaching them the language they're, they're learning how to articulate uh, uh the, the, the the things that we say and what we do and whatever and that their, their whole understanding of moral values is totally different than ours. they're trying to redefine that see after the last election we said most most people said they voted along the lines of moral values when the, the second election of, of president bush right mm -hmm. moral values so now uh what uh what what liberal uh uh liberal uh, leaders and stuff what they're trying to do now they're trying to uh, broaden the definition of moral values to uh, be uh, uh, connected to you know providing equal rights and equal opportunities to the homosexual agenda and everything else because it would be immoral to not be treating everybody equal 
That's crazy. When the Bible says that homosexuality is what? It's a sinful behavior. Yeah. And, and people can't read the signs. And that's one thing we've talked about in previous X-Cast that, you know, the church is just missing it. It's like they... They, they're taught to excuse it and excuse this and excuse that. I remember I was in uh, Detroit, me and uh, Mike Plant, the guy who did the truth behind rock and roll. Mm-hmm. And we're both at the same church. And Mike Plant got up and did his presentation. And he mentioned T.D. Jakes in it and said, you know, how could T.D. Jakes have Jada Pinkett and Will Smith on the Megafest? And Jada is a part of that uh, heavy metal group Wicked Wisdom and mm-hmm. Will is of course a swinger uh, living a, a bisexual lifestyle or whatever mm-hmm. and they both got on the stage represented well right after Mike finished preaching the pastor got up and said well you know I believe that Bishop Jakes made a mistake and you know we don't throw out all that he does he's a good man and he's doing good stuff and so you know in other words we'll just excuse the largest events that he ever had has during his uh, uh, tenure as a so-called black leader we'll excuse that big thing and what because there's value in what he's doing and you know they'll excuse that but the minute I say fag and one of my messages you know mm-hmm. throw out all the truth behind hip-hop all the dvds because he said fact so that, that's <laughs> well that's what the religious spirit what it'll always do it strains the net and it swallows the camel right and that's what they do with it you know they want to hear what they want to hear fine but you know i'm at the point craig where you know honestly i don't care anymore man because this stuff is killing us right and then and, and, and it's having a profound effect on the next generation of African-American youth in this nation. And the way this nation is, uh, the way that God has designed black America, we are the group in this nation that God uses to shape cultural trends, mm-hmm. from fashion to music to everything else. So, you know, they can, you know, kind of wink at what's really happening with us, but eventually it's going to touch their houses too. Right. Yeah, that's right. And and see, and that's what I was trying to say when I made the last comment. You know, you don't you, you got to be able to read the signs. God has dealt with me for years about reading the flags. The flags are going to always be up. Yeah. You know, when you see a man having a uh, lascivious party like the Megafest, bringing secular artists all together and mm-hmm. a bunch of homosexual singers on stage. Every time you see him, he's got homosexuals around him on the stage. You know, uh, you got to be able to begin to read the signs and then. Why isn't abortion being dealt with at Megafest? Why isn't, you know, uh, why aren't these issues being dealt with? And then well, ABC, took, ABC, ABC. That's what I was just about to say. It took Primetime Live to call out Megafest and say, now, wait a minute. This is a mess because you got all these black folks together and you're not dealing with the number one issue in the black community. Mm-hmm. So it took the secular industry to call it out and then the, 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 the Jive conference get canceled and then all the preachers that were sending their tapes to try to get on it and all the, you know, there's a rumor going around that the reason why I talk against it is because I, I, I was invited and then they wouldn't let me preach at Megafest. Oh Lord! Somebody don't know me well. They, they, don't, they don't know me very well because if, if if I got an invitation to Megafest, that would be my opportunity to preach to whoever is calling and invite me. But they don't understand. They don't know me. But uh, that's what I'm saying. You know, these preachers uh, are, are, are sitting their tapes in, trying to get on the platform, and they're ignoring all the flags that are telling you that this man has a selfish agenda in mind, and then that's over into their audience and the reason I'm saying all of this mm-hmm. is you got a candidate that's for abortion mm-hmm. 
right. and for same-sex marriage, like like uh, Barack Obama, mm-hmm. then you got somebody that's about to promote the killers of black people, yep. abortion and AIDS. And AIDS. So, but, but they can't read the signs because they're reading the skin. They see he's black, mm-hmm. you know, but... You, you got to look at the whole picture. This this man is throwing up flags, letting you know that he is not concerned about black folks living. Right. You know what I'm saying? No, he's, he's, he's concerned about getting in office. Getting in office with his cigarette smoking cell. <laughs> yeah, but people aren't opening their eyes to see that this man does not have, just because he goes to church does not mean he has God's agenda. Just because people... Well, just because he goes to church, but look at the church he goes to. He goes to Jeremiah Rice Church, which is not a Christ-centric church. It's an Afrocentric church. This, this man is cusses in the pulpit. They have a gay night out kind of thing going on in the, in, 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 in the church, you know. And so it's no wonder that Oprah, you know, comes and backs Barack Obama because Oprah, she attends that church, too. Mm. So it may have 8,000 members, but it's a whole lot of foolishness going on. Right. That's why we're dealing with abortion, because abortion is just not being dealt with. I mean, once a month, abortion should be at least mentioned in the black community because these kids, you know, are having sex. Now, what I want you to do right now, um, just for those, you know, the benefit of those that haven't seen the video, just kind of tie it, because I love the way you tie the whole hip hop agenda into abortion and and, and why, you know, the two kind of go hand in hand. Well, the influence of the whole the, of the death culture you know i mean you said it best and i'll, I'll, I'll try to summarize because I, I know we're running out of time but you know <laughs> remember you talked about atmospheres climates and cultures right mm-hmm. uh you know you see if you spread it out a little bit more it's really atmospheres climates uh belief systems strongholds and cultures right and so what happens is when anyone wants to take over the nation, he releases influence into one place and stains it over a period of time, and it begins to eventually manifest over a period of time. So that's what happened in the Supreme Court. 1961, uh, Supreme Court passed a law called uh, Tocasso versus Watkins, which says that humanism is a recognized religion. Now, you know, humanism basically says we're God, right? Mm-hmm. So... <clears throat> And the way the enemy is, you give him legal right, you give him legal ground, you know, he's almost like a black man. You know, you give him a rope, you want to be a cowboy, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so he gives legal right into the Supreme Court, and that influence is sustained over a period of time. And so if, you know, humanism says we're God, then who needs to pray to one? So 1962, what do they do? They take prayer out of school. And the climate over the nation begins to shift. Mm-hmm. You know, the prayer life of, you know, the, the, the whole nation, 39 million t- children, 2 million teachers, 41 million people, the simple 22-word prayer that they pray every day, all of a sudden that's gone, right? Well, the people who are providing the the uh, the whole uh, shift for that time frame, you know, because to create a climate, climate's all about moods. Mm-hmm. And to create a mood, you need music, just like you taught us, right? Right. All right? And so you 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 praise the Lord. He inhabits the praises of your people. And unfortunately, you 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 sing to Satan. He inhabits the praises of his people too. Right. And the Lord spoke to me and said, when you were teaching, that He said, the truth of the matter is this, William. You summon what you serenade. Mm-hmm. You summon what you serenade. In other words, you sing to it. It's coming to you. Right. And the people who were who were who were sustaining the the the, the, the spiritual climate for a whole generation during that time period were the Beatles. And they started off saying, I want to hold your hand. But then they took the hand of a generation and led them into false religions, the old cult, you know. They, they, uh, John Lennon was heavily involved in Luciferianism and, and, and occult worship, 
uh, and all that LSD trips and everything else. Right. And so, but you know, you can't fault them though, because at the same time. You know, they sang another song called Help, I Need Somebody Help, but while the world was looking for answers, the church was looking for the rapture. Right. We checked out society and stopped releasing any godly influence. So the climate shifts for the nation, then new belief systems emerge, and teachers are key to shifting belief systems. And Timothy Leary, the Harvard professor who was fired because he was giving LSD to kids, he introduced them to Aleister Crowleyism and all that in a whole new way. And the, the Beatles did it, you know, uh, just kind of subtly, but he did it overtly. And he talked about LSD trips and everything else, introduced him to uh, Alistair Crowley's philosophy of do what thou wilt and, and all that foolishness. Right. The man was a major, high satanic, you know, uh, figure during his time period, baby killing, sacrificing man. So he, he sustains a belief system for a generation. And, uh, and so then, before long, that belief system turns into a stronghold and the hippie movement becomes the sexual revolution. And it's all about self. Right. And so, well, stronghold, stronghold like that in the sexual revolution, that, that emerges. And so what happens? Well, we can't have kids right now because kids will, you know, stop us from getting us, getting our needs met from the place that's anesthetizing all our pain from all the change that's going on right now in the 60s. Mm -hmm. So, as a law in 1973, Roe v. Wade. And we get marked as a culture of death and we start killing babies. But the thing that helped shift that was the music. Mm -hmm. Music, the music of the youth of the next generation. That generation rises up, and then after, after they come of age, they they begin to establish laws to legitimize evil as an accepted norm. You begin to call evil good and good evil. Right. When you do that, and that's that's what we're doing right now in this nation. Everybody, listen, Craig. Everybody knows it's a baby, man. We got 3D sonograms. I mean, we got all kind of sonograms right, right now. You know, uh, matter of fact, the guy who uh, who who helped found uh, NARAL, National uh, National Abortion Repeal uh, thing that uh, Betty Friedan started. And, uh, Bernard Nathanson. Bernard Nathanson, when the, when the sonogram was first uh, uh, invented and he saw a child in the womb, he changed himself from, from, from pro-death, from pro-choice to pro-life. Mm -hmm. He wouldn't even save. He just, as a doctor and a scientist, looked and saw, oh my God, this is a real baby. Right. <laughs> and he came out with that uh, video called The Silent Scream. So we know it's a baby, so why are we doing what we're doing? Because we're selfish. Right. We are just we are just selfish people. I talk about it on the on the deal, you know, I twenty years ago had my abortion. And it was because I was selfish. Mm hmm You know, it was because I was selfish and I didn't want to be a father. I wish I could say I wasn't a Christian at the time, uh, but I was. You know, I was in the church. The abortion is the fig leaf in the church. Right. We used to cover up our sexual immorality. You know, and you look back at that time period when when all this stuff was birthed. And we go, go into greater detail on, on the DVD. But uh, it was all connected to what? Baal worship. And, ch and, and child sacrifice is always connected to Baal worship. Mm -hmm. And one of the most uncanny things I saw in my research is that when they used to offer their children to Baal and to Molech, the, 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 the demon deities the, that, they, uh, that they used to offer their uh, children to, to in order to bless their crops, they would actually beat drums as the priest was placing the children into the fire. Mm. So they were drown out the screams of the babies as they died. Wow. Right? So they were doing this, basically beating these drums, and you'll see them with some of them, they're dancing and everything else, and it's just to drown out the screams of the babies. And the Lord said, William, that's what, you, that's what they're doing right now in the church. We have Baal's religious system up in the church. And the sexual immorality in the church 
is being covered up by the entertainment that's going on around us. Wow. And at the same time, it's killing us. Wow. It's killing us. It's killing us. So, you know, uh, we talked about this with the, with the AIDS thing. You look at the AIDS, whole AIDS epidemic, right? The one million people in this nation who are HIV positive for the first time has ever hit that plateau. One million people, half of them are African American, right? And the leading cause of death right now for women, black women, between the ages of 25 to 44, is not heart disease, it's not cancer, it's AIDS. And it's been the leading cause of death for them for the past 11 years. All right? Now, the deal is this. Those women, they're not getting um, HIV and AIDS primarily from intravenous drug use. They're getting it from heterosexual sex that they're having with men who, unfortunately, having sex with other men. Mm-hmm. Right? And the guy who wrote the book, Living on the Download, what did he say? He said, these guys don't necessarily, uh, I didn't read the book. This nasty book, uh, from what I understand, I want <laughs> good. I didn't read it either. I am like, yeah, but anyway, so he, uh, but when he was on Oprah talking about this stuff, and later on read it, said that um, basically he said that they don't meet new guys necessarily up in uh, the nightclubs. They meet them in the church. In the church, that's what he said. All right, so here's the deal: we're banging drums and acting like nothing's going on, Craig. You know, we look at the homosexual. You know, uh, who, who's the choir director? And we're banging drums, and we're just, you know, saying, you know what, go ahead and turn up the organ just a little bit louder so we don't recognize what's really going on in your life, you know. Uh, and we're looking at the preacher who, you know, is sleeping with other women in the church and sometimes other men in the church, and we say, you know what, go ahead and hoop a little bit louder so we don't have to think about all the people that you're taking advantage of. Mm-hmm. In other words, we're telling these folks, entertain us while we watch you die, because we care more about your ability to entertain us than your walk with the living God. Wow. And the sexual immorality in the church is literally is killing us. It, sexual immorality was always connected to Baal worship. Mm. And the way they covered up what they were doing was to entertain themselves as people were placed into the fire. When people should have been on their faces weeping, the Lord says, I will judge the community, I will judge that nation of people that turn their face away from this thing and act like it's not going on. Not just the child sacrifice, but before a sacrifice with the immorality. From everything that's going on. So I just say it like this. You know, when, when Nathan Simmons died, Craig, hmm. the church should have been on his face weeping. Yep. When uh, Orlando Draper died, the church should have been on his face. Yep. When Gregory Spencer died, the church should have been on his face weeping. But instead, we threw big parties and acted like nothing was going on and acted like we didn't know that these people were dying of AIDS and were HIV positive or anything else. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And we're playing church, we're banging drums, we're acting like nothing's going on, and it's killed a generation. Yeah. Yeah, you, you're right about that. And, that, you know, it, it, it always puzzled me. We'd get calls for people, and I know you get them too, to bring us down to speak. And the first thing they want to know is, okay, well, we got this artist coming you know uh to, to to sing or to perform and we you know we want to know you know uh do you want them up before or after or what you know and we just tell them say why are you bringing an audit what you need singing for i said you know i'm coming to do the truth behind hip-hop i don't need no singing we don't need no musician but it's automatically injected in there out of habit will i mean mm-hmm. it's like we can't have a conference without a headlining artist it's like the only people who get the opportunity to walk in immorality and compromise are the people who are the most gifted and talented in the black church hmm. they're not held to the same standard as everyone else right you know i, I was just at a church uh, uh last week 
and a group got up and performed and we had, you know they were late and so you know they kind of held up the service and so we told them said man they don't have to sing i mean let me just get up and preach you know because you know i need some time anyway right <laughs> so let me just get up and preach and they, they insisted on this group singing and then the group got up their song and then left and they left same thing happened to me i'll go i'll go minister someplace they have this group of kids come in i mean and i just wanted to weep man and I, I see them. There, there, there was one, two guys, uh, at least two, were homosexuals, and they're singing all the, you know, and they're, they're I mean, incredibly gifted, incredibly talented, incredibly bound by the devil. And then when it's time for the minister to go forth, they leave. Yep, they leave because their job is done. They were there to either draw a crowd with their name, or they're there to make a name. But and, and they're just singing front of our crowd, or whatever. It's not our crowd; it's the Lord's crowd. Yep, you know. But I'm learning. I'm learning more and more that this art, this artist, whole artist mentality is nothing but a whole mentality. Mm. Because these guys will sing for anybody. If you go to Carlton Pearson's uh, MySpace page, and this man is a heretic, just got his tongue pierced, a, na- oh. a nasty heretic. But who's on his MySpace? Andre Crouch, Mon- uh, 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 Martha Munizzi. You know, these folks will sing for Satan if he got a check for them mm. because they're just industry whores. And that's why God kicked Lucifer. I don't want to change the subject too much, but that's why when God kicked Lucifer out of heaven, he didn't let him back in there because he it's, understood it's all, it's that all mentality. Connected because we're entertaining us. We're entertaining the generation and watching them die at the same time. Yeah. You know, uh, and, 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 and nobody cares about the souls of those folks. We're just propping up up there and say, you know what? Entertain us, you know. Entertain us. Sing that song again. You know, we won't deal with your issues. You know, like we don't care about the fact that you're going to hell. We don't care about the fact that you're going to die of AIDS. We don't care about the fact that the that the uh, average uh, the average age, uh, life expectancy of anybody in homosexuality is 45 years old. You know, we don't care about any of that. We just want you to sing. And you know what? When they die of AIDS or when they die of hepatitis or they die of some kind of crazy thing that happens. They just pop somebody else up and get somebody else to sing. That's right. And sing their song. The one that died, we just sing your, we'll keep your songs alive. Because they still having the Gay Men With AIDS conference, the GMWA. Yeah. They, I mean, and they're going to have it. You know, even though the numbers are dropping off, they're going to keep having the Bobby Jones retreat. And you got these men that'll stand up there and say, well, G. Craig is wrong. He shouldn't be saying that or, or he shouldn't do this. But they'll stand right on the stage with known homosexuals just so they can sing and not question their lifestyle or nothing. And this is how abortion, to me, has survived because it's been a, all these other things have been a distraction mm-hmm. and they've been misdirection and causing people to totally forget all the unborn children will when i look at my son uh jonathan he's one years old now when i watch him walk around even when before he could walk when i used to hold him in my arms i, I tears would come to my eyes just imagining mm-hmm. If I had lost this child by any way, I mean, yeah. just anything, even now, when I, while he's laying in the bed, I'll just put my hands on him and just speak things into him and pray for him. Just glad that he is breathing and alive. And I just cannot understand how a preacher, a pastor, a leader that's supposed to be compassionate could totally take a whole year and never even discuss the murders of the unborn children in well, our community. You know, Craig, I hate to say it like this, bro, but it's this. You can't defeat what you embrace. And we have so much immorality going on in the pulpits, and, and which, of course, spreads to, to the pew because, like you teach, you know, what the leaders do in moderation, the followers will do, will do in excess. Mm-hmm. Craig, I'm, 
you know, I'll say this on the tape. I got girls coming up to me after I get through ministering on this issue, and they tell me, well, you know, my, our mother made us have four abortions because she was a church mother in the church, and she'd rather be a church mother than a grandmother. Mm. You know, I, I know a young lady who uh, had an affair with a pastor, and he forced her to have an abortion to cover up his sin. Hmm. You know, I know a man who was a deacon who, once he found out his daughter was pregnant, he forced her to have an abortion because he'd rather be a deacon than a granddaddy. Hmm. So this is the foolishness that's going on. And bro, you know, you know, maybe they say we're raging against the machine or whatever. Somebody needs to. Right. Somebody's got to cry loud and spare not. It's the Jeremiah nine wailing women. It's time for them to come forth and weep and wail over this issue because listen. If abortion stays the way it is in the black community, and the immorality stays the way it is in the black community, which is all fostered and, and prepared by the whole hip hop industry, we're going to be less than 5% in this nation in just a few years by 2035, and our vote will mean nothing. Nothing. We won't have a voice at all. And that's the agenda of the enemy, the whole eugenic lie that we talk about there in, 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 in the book about eugenics. Yep. And it's, it's 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 the flags. You gotta you gotta just read the flags because one flag is gonna always lead to another. And you can just systematically see that these people who have raised themselves up as leaders because they don't stand against abortion, because they don't stand against same sex marriage, that means that they're gonna promote lasciviousness and they're gonna promote the hip hop agenda because the hip hop agenda only promotes abortion and uh, only leads to death. And that's what people don't understand. If you're promoting sex, mm. if sex is selling and you're selling sex, then you're selling abortion because that's these right. people are going to use abortion. You know, I tell people all the time, most white people are taught abortion as a last resort, but most black kids are taught abortion as contraception. That's exactly right. That's, that's what Planned Parenthood wants them to think of. Exactly. And you went in, I'm telling people, get the DVD because you went in depth on the whole Planned Parenthood, on all of it. You just you, you just blew it out of the water, man. And I hope people hear this and want to get this DVD because the DVD, man, there's no way we could cover it. I mean, you just, dude, you just had a, a Scud missile in your mouth and you just blew it out of the water. And I want people to make sure that they get this video because it'll bless them and it'll give them a better understanding. Man, I want EA ministries i mean when i die when it's over when all is said and done i want ex ministries to be known will as a platform where the truth was heard Most not as a man being seen not as me being seen you being seen us mm -hmm. being known you know we i mean well we we know yeah. we could care less about who knows us yeah i want the truth behind abortion and rock and roll and hip-hop and mm -hmm. all the teen dating and all these things i want the body of christ to experience some truth man because the lies are keeping us bound and the truth is what makes us free most definitely so man i thank you for coming on here will and i know we could talk for hours like we always do mm -hmm. uh I, and tell people please send donations for our phone bills because <laughs> I no i'm just kidding <laughs> we you know we don't ask for the money i just want folks to get this information so man i thank you for coming on here again and i thank you man and blessings to you and and you keep doing what you're doing and i want to encourage everyone listening please get a copy of yep. the truth make sure you get and look inside of every one of those cases uh uh, there's a limited supply of them, but uh, as long as we can keep it going, we're going to keep it going. But there's a, a red 
little life man in there mm-hmm. with a 22 word prayer it says Jesus I plead your blood over my sins and the sins of my nation God and abortion send revival to America listen when you get that and put it on it's not a fad thing it's not the latest little uh, hip thing to put on what it is is a little reminder that you're, that you're bound for life in other words you're going to pray for abortion to end in America you're going to pray for revival to come to America and, and also you're going to vote for people who are pro-life Hmm. All right, that's that's what that band is for. So, uh, uh, you get that, put it on, say that twenty-two word prayer, and uh, uh, there's more information about that, of course, on my website, Will for Ministries. And so, anyway, uh, well, we'll have your link and the information on this actual X uh, Xcast, and that that band is free, and it's inside of every DVD. So, if you buy the DVD, you'll be able to to get that band and wear it and represent that you are for life and that's that's what we are man i mean if jesus is the way the truth and the life then we can't be promoting death no no way <laughs> so no way shape form that's why i'm against the murderous death uh culture of hip-hop and mm-hmm. i'm also against abortion and anything else homosexuality anything that promotes death yeah. early death just death period because god said he came to give us life and life That's more abundant. abundantly Amen. so man thank you for coming will and uh blessings to you and we'll be back with another x cast pretty soon blessings man thank you so much